Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. My friends, it is fantastic to be here with you on Offsides. Mark Ryan and Diesel, we are the fan upstate on the YouTube channel wearing my Sunday best. We've got a company Christmas party a little bit later this evening. Actually begins in two hours, but we've got a full show for you today. Furman against Montana in the FCS quarterfinal. Coverage begins here on the Fan Upstate with our friend Dan Scott at 7.30 p.m., an hour and a half before kickoff at 9. If you're not in a place where you could listen, want to watch the game, it'll also be televised nationally on ESPN2. Joined right now by our dear friend, Heisman Trophy voter Brent Beard. Hope you're doing well, my friend. Who'd you vote for? <laughs> oh, that was slick. Yeah, you like that? Just slide that right in there, buddy. Did, did. You, didn't, you, didn't, you don't realize it, but you don't even know what I just did. How you doing, <laughs> my friend? What's going I'm, on? I'm, I'm doing fine. I'm excited about the uh, uh, did my voting on, uh, actually it was Sunday, and uh, it took a while to get it done, but we got it done. My, my nine-year-old granddaughter could have probably helped me through it, Mark, uh, and I would have done it done a lot better technology-wise. But uh, we will see the the um, uh, the presentation and and all that goes with it on tomorrow night. Um, excited about seeing some of Army Navy. Really appreciate the tra- tradition and what that game means and. Uh, uh, but always great to be on with you guys. Uh, Brent, it, it does feel like Jaden Daniels is a strong favorite in this thing, does oh, yeah. it not? I mean, that, that's, sure. that's what yes. it feels to me. Why was so much on the line in a single game for Bo Nix? Because prior to that one, he was a slight favorite over Jaden. Since right. that game, it's been a landslide in Jaden's favor. Why? Uh, I. I I think maybe because that Bo Nix was in a conference championship game and Jaden Daniels was not. His team was playing for, and I'm not saying this is right necessarily, uh, but I think people viewed that as Bo was involved with higher stakes than Jaden Daniels. But again, that's not the criteria. The, the criteria is who's the best player in the uh, in the nation during the season. 
that's probably what it was. But, you know, we have discussion down here, Mark, that you, you really do wonder uh, with Daniels and with uh, LSU, uh, listen, if they had had a real defense and they had some th- a, um, a, a real opportunity to play in the championship game, I mean, what kind of, of, of publicity would he have gotten? I, I wonder if, he, if it would have been almost unprecedented with all the numbers that he put up this year. Brent, we hear the names just rolling out every single day, every single hour, guys that are joining the transfer portal. Uh, can you give us uh, an idea of some of the top two, three, four teams that have really been hit the absolute hardest by this so far? Yeah, the, uh, a lot of a lot of guys. Vanderbilt, for one. I know a lot of people don't pay much attention to Vanderbilt, but they they've had seventeen. Or and now some of this is going to be more because the latest I've got was like Wednesday uh, late. Uh, Auburn's had thirteen that that have been in the portal, uh, Kentucky 11, uh, A&M has had 10 uh, also, so that Oklahoma is at 10, um, so that, that, and South Carolina, if I'm looking at that right, at that point on Wednesday has had, had 15, and, and again, the thing we've got to remember, too, is, because, and hopefully these guys find where they want to go, but we're also in an age to, to where some of them are trying to, let's just be honest, get a raise. Uh, you know, if I go on the portal and there may be a few people looking after me, uh, would uh, I be able to up the ante and get more money, particularly if I'm like a quarterback, than what, than what I'm making now? So, uh, and so... Some of these guys may get what they want, and they never leave the original school. Brent Peer joining us. Brent, um, I'm disgusted by what I'm seeing on, on the portal front, and I, I don't want to be old man yelling at Cloud or any of, any of this stuff, Brent, but um, to me, what I feel like is going on here, you've got different factions of people who love the sport, and then di- an, an, another faction that feels like these players have been a- abused for years and I feel like the players are allowing that narrative to exist. They're allowing yep. people yep. to feel like they've been gaslighted. Mm-hmm. You know, well, Brent, could you please abuse me in the form <laughs> of a $200,000 yep. education? Absolutely. Um, eating at the Tiger Bistro at Clemson where they have sure. lobster rolls yes. and uh, shrimp tortellini, you know, uh, three meals a day, every single day. Right. Why has that been diminished so badly and then I keep hearing, Mark, you would leave for a higher-paying job. If someone offered you $200,000 a year, Mark, you would leave. Well, Brent, I am a professional, okay? Yeah. These yeah. are amateur athletes getting a college education that have signed on to a commitment at a school that is making a financial investment in their future. Yeah. I, like, I, I, where is this getting lost? Well, uh, it's been lost for a while, uh, unfortunately, and, and look, and you've got facilities like um, it, it, people may not know this, but LSU's got in their football facility. The players have lockers that are elaborate and big enough where they can take a nap in them. 
Um, I mean that, that. I mean, when you think about things of that nature, look. I remember when it when it really meant something that you got the full cost of the scholarship. I mean, I mean look, and I know there are people listening to us right now who have probably done the same thing, and they value their scholarship. I mean, it was uh, it was room and board, uh, and look, they players get things even even before. Um, you had the monetary situation. I mean, they got a clothing allowance uh, that they could use around bowl game time and 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 across the uh, uh, the, the season. No, Mark. I'm, look, I'm with you with that. I, I mean, uh, when when was and and why is getting a scholarship a bad thing? There are a lot of people loved to have had a scholarship when they went to school. But they weren't athletic enough to, in order to to get it, and I think the difficult thing about this is to go to go along with what you're saying. Where's the ceiling? I mean, well, we we maybe we know where the the ground is, but where where guys, where does this end at some point? Nobody knows that. Brent, I look at the proposal that Charlie Baker put out a few days ago that would allow universities, the top-earning universities, to pay student-athletes through some form of cash, stipend, or trusts, or things like that. Uh, My mind only sees doom and gloom with this, where where maybe 20 or so universities can actually afford to do this. Right. The other 110 at the FBS level and then beyond would all go bankrupt trying to fund another X million dollars a year tacked onto their budgets. You know, if this was designed before NIL got to the point that it did, I I would say this is a fantastic forward-looking proposal. But now that these guys are getting a million dollars plus – Year in, some of these guys are getting multi-million dollar deals. There's no way to pull that toothpaste back into the tube. No. They'll say, well, we want the 30K from the university and the million dollars. Yeah. So in, in what way is there anything in this proposal, and maybe you've dug into it more than I have, that would suggest to you that this would be a positive for all of college football, not just 20 to 25 of the elites? I think you hit on something earlier when you said – uh, that the, the real shame of this is that it didn't come, what, 15 to 20 years ago uh, or, or maybe even 10 years ago. Uh, remember, remember, guys, there was one of the – when we first started um, NIL, or actually before, there, were, there was a thought of, okay, I don't mind that, that the players are able to, uh, to get some of this money uh, but let's put it into trust, and they will get it at the end of their eligibility uh, or when they leave. So uh, that that was something a lot of people would have been uh, for uh, at this point. But no, I, I'm I'm with you. It it um, uh, I, I guess I there's a part of me that appreciates them trying to do something, but you, you really do wonder how many years too late are they in dealing with this now. Bridge, you can tell Diesel and I are just in great moods today about all that's going on in college football. We are peaches. Very, very chipper. Here's another one for you, buddy. Um, You know that it is not easy for me to back up or support my hated rival, the Florida State Seminoles, in any way, shape, or form. Brent, I can't believe what happened to them. 
and I know that you've covered Alabama, followed Alabama for a long time. I can't believe that Florida State wasn't the second most obvious choice for inclusion. Washington, number one. Florida State, number two. You got a debate about the ethics of Michigan. Should they be in because they knowingly cheated? If Michigan is in, then the debate is between Alabama and Texas. If Michigan is out, Alabama and Texas are in. But to me, the two shoe-ins were Florida State and Washington. I can't even believe we've gone down the road of, well, the four best teams. If it's four best teams, Georgia's in it because Georgia would be favored against anybody. I Like, I have never seen such an injustice uh, to judge a team based on a player going down with injury. Well, as you can imagine, it, that's been a, the main topic down here. Uh, Tallahassee is a couple hours away from where we live in Jacksonville. I mean, it was un- unbelievable how they were treated with this. Um, I, we we were fortunate in college football, and, and we talked about on this segment that at some point somebody will get caught up in this, and they would be the uh, – uh, the, the team that gets left out, and we were very fortunate up until this time that it, it only happened once, really. I mean, it's happened before, but nothing as egregious as what's happened to Florida State. I mean, all that. I mean, they've done all they can do. I mean, they went undefeated. They won their uh, championship, um, and if Jordan Travis had been had been healthy. Uh, how all this would have, would have been changed at this point? I think <clears throat> I think there have been several things that have come out of this. One is you know the the people encouraging Florida State to celebrate what they've done, uh, and another thing that's come out of it is they have gotten a lot more money for their own NIL through this. Um, I, I mean, look, you you can. I know that they threaten to sue people. Um, I, I, it, all these things, and they signed off on it years ago, so I don't know how you can sue anybody in the midst of this. They made up some T-shirts, and I get that too, and uh, trying to fuel the anger with it. <clears throat> but look, there's, two, there's a couple things coming out of this. One is they their conference – and particularly your commissioner has got to stand up for whether it's Florida State or whoever it is with the playoffs, uh, similar to what Sankey does with uh, the SEC. The other really unfortunate thing is, and I don't know how many people have heard this, but and I'll make this brief, but in 2021, uh, the ACC formed this silly alliance with the Pac-12 in the Big Ten, in order to stave off or slow down SEC uh, expansion. Well, what was on the table before that began with this alliance was that the playoff would expand not next year, but this year. So this this alliance, and in, in, in essence, caused a one-year delay with the playoffs. And it's and it's incredibly unfortunate that that what the team that got caught up with this in Florida State 
uh, would, ended up reaping the uh, the problems you got from that. So that that's come out a little bit this week to uh, to go along with it. But it but yes, it's been a uh, unbelievably long week down here for Florida State people. Brent, as somebody on the ground, as a resident of Florida, can you give me your opinion on the absurdity of Governor Ron DeSantis setting aside a million dollars to sue? I, I, look, my, the reality of it is, uh, I mean, who are you really going to sue? I mean, it's not the NCAA. I mean, the playoffs are committee and commissioners. Uh, that, that, that's not where this is going. I mean, by the time you – look, let's just pretend a moment that by the time they wanted to, to try to do something like this, uh, A, would it even be heard by a judge, and B, uh, even, if it, even if it did, how, how many years down the line would that happen? So, you know, a lot of this is uh, political posturing – by different people, then in the long run, uh, it's not going to help Florida State. Uh, it, but I have talked to some Florida State sources who said that they that, that they still want to leave the conference, and nothing with this has changed their mind that that's not going to be their goal. Looking to leave the conference sooner rather than later. Brent, um, I've got a couple of different guests today. I'm going to ask both of them this question. If we had a 12-team college play, football playoff this year, who would be your pick to win it? Okay? Knowing that when this thing kicks off, you're probably going to have a healthy Lad McConkey, a healthy Brock Bowers, yeah. right? Uh, you will have a Tate Rodemaker that is far more familiar with what Florida State is trying to do. 12-team um, playoff this year, Brent, who's winning it? Oh, I, I would uh, – I mean, you mentioned Georgia – um, I would certainly look uh, if Georgia had a chance uh, in this thing. I, I would probably pick them, um, and then I would uh, I'd probably go next would be uh, some combination of um, uh, Alabama and Texas, uh, as well as as well as those teams are playing. Uh, and boy, Washington's really. Is really hot too, but I I would no I Michigan, would huh? No Michigan. More, yeah, I I would say Georgia with uh, uh, Alabama and Texas uh, up there close too. Brent Beard joining us here on Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel. We are the fan upstate uh, bowl game, not affiliated with the playoff. Brent, that you are most intrigued by? How about Missouri and Ohio State? Um, if, if that one happened, um, to uh, I'm intrigued by Missouri, the, the job that uh, Eli Drinkwith has done uh, has been admirable in the Cotton Bowl. They would have um, obviously more than double-digit wins. If Ole Miss beats Penn State, that will be the same thing. So. I would go with Missouri and Ohio State right now in the Cotton Bowl. I think that's pretty intriguing. Brent Beer joining us here on the show. Brent, whose seat is hotter entering 2024, Billy Napier or Shane Beamer? Oh, I would, I would probably, I would even say Napier. Uh, I mean, uh, I mean, Beamer has 
gotten some wins in November over his rivals, and I think you get some equity out of that, uh, which unfortunately, besides a win over Tennessee, um, uh, Napier doesn't have much uh, to go with right there. So, and again, I mean, Napier will be back. There's no doubt. Uh, boy, losing, um, uh, that is, if he goes, losing ETN hurt, Mark. I, I can tell you that. Uh, frankly, the, the, the tremendous running back. So I would say Napier simply because Beamer's got more bigger wins than Napier does. Rent Beard, Heisman Trophy voter. Maybe with a little few extra threats, we'll be able to extract his Heisman Trophy vote from him. <laughs> Uh, buddy, we appreciate you so much, and uh, we thank you for all that you do for us and for your support, and I uh, hope you have a great weekend, okay? You guys, too, and uh, hope the party goes well, too. How about, can I, can, I send, can I find an ice cream truck and send it over there real quick? <laughs> Man, that would be an upgrade. There's no, there's no, every party needs an ice cream truck, Brent. I, they I, do, don't they? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Have a great one, my friend. Brent you Beard, Heisman care. Trophy voter. Joining us here on Offsides, as he does each and every Friday. Each and every Friday. You know what? Trey, I am so sorry. Trey sent me um, questions for Brent Beard today, and I totally forgot them. So, Trey, that's my bad. I realized it right now. Uh, I'm going to get to some of these next week. I've starred your email, Trey. Feel free to send me a reminder next Friday to make sure I don't forget. Thank you, buddy. It's Offsides, the fan of state. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel, and we are the Fan Upstate. I want to tell you about something that I'm super excited about, guys. You are not going to believe what a college football playoff committee member told the guests that we're going to have in the very next segment. His name is Dennis Dodd, national personality on college football, 
CBS Sports. I believe he is the person that uh, Shane Beamer said find some joy to, okay, uh, a year ago. He is one of the best in the business, hails from Overland Park, Kansas, right? He's a national college football writer for CBS Sports. And a committee member told him something that is going to knock your socks off, okay? Somebody that voted on the four teams that are playing in the college football playoff. He's got an article out about it right now. He couldn't believe he was told this very thing. And, uh, by the way, folks, did we just successfully create another driveway moment for you? You're heading somewhere. Now I can't go. I got to hear what is said on offsides. I hope so, because when I heard this, I could not believe it. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Dennis Dodd himself joins us in the very next segment of the show today. Uh Let's check on the carpro.com text line. Texter says, Mark, it's all good. I tried to send them a while back, but it didn't go through because I forgot to update my email password on my phone. Trey, if you shoot me, if you like copy and paste these to an email to me next Friday, I will ask them. I intended to do so today. Uh, We've had a lot of things percolating behind the scenes today. Um, especially with this Dennis Dodd interview coming up, but my bad that uh, I th- I let that slip. I that was definitely buffoonery. yeah, that was complete it was. Buffoonery. I want to make sure I get to at least a few of those. Texter says, Mark, a lot of this started in the transfer portal because players were ticked. The NCAA game didn't pay them. Kids thought they should get paid royalties off of a game that would likely pay out a few bucks to each player on the game. Well, each player ended up getting $300. That was the payoff for each player, right? Uh, Michigan J. Todd says, my pick this week for the upset pick contest is Furman versus Montana plus 17. Funny, Michigan J. Todd, if only that game was eligible for the picking, right? If only it was eligible. Texter says, in the real world, it's not the norm for you to do a couple good things and then march into your boss's office and demand a raise or you'll leave. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, e. Thought, he says, uh, Mark, did you already do the rankings for the upset pick contest? I'm glad you mentioned that. We did do that. But why don't I give you the top 20 right now? Joe D. leads us with 36 points. Gold Rush is tied with 36. E. Thoughty, you're in third, 35 and a half. Lee Corso's in fourth, 35. Minor 49ers in fifth, 34 and a half. Josh Pate is in sixth place, 34. In seventh place, we've got Mark L.O. Ducks, 33 and a half points, tied with Madcraft with the same. Brandon is in ninth place with 33 points. We've got Pat McAfee in 10th place with 29 and a half. Stanford Steve in 11th with 29. Dan B in 12th with 28 and a half. Followed by Kyle D with 26 and 13th. Also tied with him is Logan Simpson. Sherb is in 15th place, tied with the Leprechaun of Lyman. Hiddly-hoo! With 24 and a half points. We've got Kevin H with 23. Delvin is in 18th place with 18 and a half. Delano, the truck driver, has 18 and tied for 20th. We have JC and Justin L with 17 and a half points is where you guys can um, is, is are the current standings for you. Very, very, very excited about that. 
Texter says, Mark, I would say South Carolina is a middle class, and getting a star like Spencer Rattler was a Christmas bonus. Is South Carolina a middle class? Um, or do you guys are you guys of the impression that they're starting to feel like a minor league team to schools like Florida State? You go to South Carolina first. You do well, okay? Then you transfer somewhere else. You pull a Jordan Birch. You pull a Marshawn Lloyd. You pull a Juice Wells. Okay, my name is Juice Wells. I showed my value at South Carolina. Now I'm going to peace out and head to the highest bidder. I mean, is that not a problem to you? That shouldn't happen at South Carolina. Why does it happen at South Carolina? Because South Carolina doesn't have the NIL funds that other schools do. At my university, people are really ticked right now, okay, because the university is spending $400 million to upgrade Ben Hill Griffin Stadium Diesel and make it like a, uh, like a wine and cheese event. They're widening the seats. They're giving more first-class amenities, and they're selling it under the guise of we're making Ben Hill Griffin Stadium better, which is just going to allow them to charge more. And, it, like, the optics of that off of a 5-7 and seven season, when you're losing recruits and losing kids in the portal, everyone's saying, put the 400, leave the stadium alone. Nobody's asking for these upgrades. And put the $400 million in NIL. Well, have you have you looked at America's obesity statistics? I think we need widened seats in this country. We do? Yeah, we do. They're getting real tight. Real tight seats. Look, I don't know, I don't know how Ben Hill Griffin has changed over the years. I know what my school did to increase capacity without adding anything new to the stadium. They just pulled up the stickers and moved them about, about three inches closer together. Is dirty pool. You could add another two people per row in every section, and all of a sudden, boom, you've raised your capacity by 1,500 or 2,000 people. It's crazy how that happens. Kay Neal on Twitter chimes in, and he says, Mark, there's nothing disgusting about giving your services where you wish for the pay you're looking for. People really act like athletes are supposed to be the only part of the equation, equation not looking out for themselves. Save disgust for true moral issues, not switching football teams. Brother, you are getting a, a, a haul when you are getting name, image, and likeness, a free scholarship, every meal paid for, your room and board paid for at a school like the University of Florida. You are getting a haul, and you are featured, and you are the best player on the team, and you are entering the transfer portal because you want a cash grab. Guys, do I blame these players for doing so? Kind of. But I more blame the fact that here we are without guardrails in a system allowing players to declare themselves as greedy. It's disgusting to me, man. It is disgusting. It is gross. Right? It's really lame. And it's really hard to love college football as much as we once did. We've got Dennis Dodd, CBS Sports, joining us next my friends, you are not going to believe what a college football playoff committee member told Mr. Dennis Dodd himself. That's next here on Offsides. We are the Fan Upstate. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Joining us right now, a national college football writer for CBS Sports. Read him all the time. You are not going to believe the scoop that he has for us today. Dennis Dodd, CBS Sports. Been reading him my entire life. Dennis, thanks so much for the time. Happy holidays to you and yours. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you, Mark? Uh, Wonderful to catch up with you, Dennis. Truly do appreciate it. So, Dennis, uh, let's get right to it. Uh, I couldn't believe an article that you had and what a college football playoff committee member shared with you. Can you bring our audience into that? Well, that person basically said that uh, he used the word I uh, couldn't see Florida State winning a national championship without their obviously starting quarterback. Well, in nowhere in, in the protocol does that even come close to being hinted at. And what you what you think a team might do, I mean, we could say the same about any of the other teams in contention or in the field, why you think they will or won't win a national championship. And so that gave us an indication inside the room as to what had happened. Um, I, I just keep coming up with reasons where I'm flabbergasted. This is basically the only metric that didn't have Florida State in. The AP had uh, Florida State safely in at number four. The coaches at number three, um, you know, with much, much bigger uh, voting pools. I think 60 in each, around 60 in each. This is 13 people who it looks to be someone – or some people in the room got up in front and really changed the narrative about an undefeated major conference champion. And the result is I don't think it's a credible playoff issue, frankly. I'm right there with you. Dennis Dodd, CBS Sports, CBS Sports joining us here on the show. Uh, Dennis, how is a team that is 13-0 not one of the four best teams unless best is only determined in the final week of the season? Well, you hit it on the head. And if if the concern is that a team played without would played a third string quarterback, overcame adversity and still won by ten points on a uh, on a foreign field, then I refer everyone to week three in South Florida where Alabama did the same thing. So if we're going to downgrade Florida State for that, then the only difference between that and Alabama is recency bias. You know, we, we pay attention to the things that are in front of us um, at the moment. That shouldn't be the case. That's not in the protocol either. Oh, and by the way, Alabama lost the game. Not only did they lose a game, it was their worst non-conference home loss since 2004. They lost by 10. They were handled by Texas. This wasn't some fluke three-pointer at the buzzer. This was a game where Texas held the ball for the last two, seven minutes and 14 seconds at Bryant-Denny Stadium, did not score, ran it down their throat, and won comfortably. So I just don't get it. I, I don't get it. And look, at this is not a decision between Florida State and Cincinnati or Florida State and Tennessee or Alabama and Cincinnati. This is Florida freaking State for a national program, multiple national championships, and somehow they didn't look good playing. Well, you know what? You know what else doesn't look good playing is Michigan with his coach uh, suspended for half the season. 
They're just supposed to forget about that. Once by the school, once by the conference, who, who deemed he was guilty, and everything's supposed to be fine. I've got really big problems. Yeah, I, 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 too, I do as well, Dennis. What message are we sending when, in my opinion, Florida State was the second most obvious choice to Washington, right? Those are the two schools where there was no beef to me. You know, Michigan, there is a clear argument to keep them out. But, you know, don't get injured. You can cheat on your assignments, but just don't get injured and uh, you will be fine. I have I have deep concerns with the messages that we are sending our young people. Dennis says, as you kind of put yourself into that room when those decisions were made, um, you know, and, and I think we're all sensing Perhaps corruption is a word that comes to mind, but do you believe the subject of television ratings came up when the committee was deliberating teams? Hey, we got I, I, we got to honor. Answer, yeah, okay. I I can't answer that question. What I can speak on is the, the very tangible and real uh, sense that this is the least transparent way to pick a championship field is to really exist in sports. Um, a progressive bracket in the pro sports is obvious. It's based on your record. You know, you get, you get in, you get into that top seven in, uh, in baseball, you're in. Uh, same in football in each conference. Okay. There are tiebreakers. The tiebreaker in this case was, you know, the, uh, the people in the room. How do they decide champions? I, I said this, AP released their votes. In any given week, those 62 voters are allowed to show people how they voted. Um, in the coaches' poll, they at least re- at the at the end of the championship game in two thousand next year on January 9th, I think they end up releasing the final ballots. Okay, not only do the committee not release any part of how the sausage is made, but they have made it so that when well, it's very complicated process, it doesn't have to be how they vote for these. Uh, for these teams, and it may be intentional, so you don't get to see it. They vote in blocks of six uh, until they get their 25 on those stupid Tuesday night shows and on, and on this. And so every time they vote, the memory of that vote is wiped out on their computer, so there's no record to save. But that's not t- – tell Florida State that. You know, tell me that. I don't care about that. If you don't want, If you don't want your vote out there, then don't be on the committee. There's thousands of people that would love to be on there. And I know they're worried about social media and backlash. Again, get somebody who will do it. Um, so I, I think that's the biggest problem here. We don't know what happened. I'm curious, Dennis, how you are taking in what's going on with the transfer portal right now. And I wonder aloud how every fan of college football – fails to realize that what's happening here is, is harmful to the sport. Well, it's not going away. I keep telling people the only conversation, you know, we should be having is over, um, I guess, the length of the, of the portal opening, and they address that. The NCAA went from 45 to 30 days. But there's a reason we have a transfer portal. The NCAA illegally in terms of, well, no, I guess lawfully illegal. Um, re- restricted the movement of these players. And this has been around for more than five years. This isn't new. Now, all the quarterbacks going in at once, that's that's new. That's a function of, of the portal. But let's get down to why there is a portal. The NCAA illegally restricted movement for all those years. And then in August of 21, that's the biggest uh, weight on this system, brought in the one-time uh, transfer exception, which is fine. Again, 
you see players playing at four schools. I'm not going to tell you how JT Daniels got to play at four schools, but good for him. And, and if the only issue is roster management, well, give me the $9 million a year. I'll figure it out. You know, <laughs> coaches have. And, look, they, they've, they, they, they successfully got the portal um, opening change from 45 to 30 days because some schools have to do stuff really hard like recruit, get ready for a bowl game, keep their, you know, keep their roster that they have, and then go in the portal to get players. I don't have much sympathy for coaches. I think any freedom that gives players, anything that gives players freedom like this is fine. Um, and it's up to us as fans and coaches to keep track of it. I, I have no problem with it at all. I guess, Dennis, I would just say I think there should be some guardrails about, you know, the not reason. coming. Yeah, not coming. They'll, they'll be slapped at the lawsuit so quickly. And that's why they they put the portal in uh, in uh, October of 2018 and put the one-time transfer exception in August of 21 because they saw someone somewhere had enough foresight to think, if we don't do this, we're going to get sued back to the Stone Age. And look, you saw Charlie Baker's proposal this week. That was in response to multiple huge lawsuits they're fighting in other areas. So this I've already written this. That's why I'm so strident about it. It, it, it isn't going backwards. Uh, Dennis, I, I appreciate what you're saying completely. However, can, can we not enforce NIL the way that it was designed and to prohibit inducements of players, as Greg Sankey told me last year? It's on the books. Poaching and inducements are on the books. Well, whose responsibility is that? It's the NCAA's. How many of these cases have they prosecuted with poaching? I don't think any. I think they're looking into them. But poaching is a nebulous word. How do you prove that somebody offered an inducement? Unless you got it written down on paper or somebody tells you that, and nobody's motivated to do that because the coaches aren't uh, – we've all well, – I've written this story. The coaches aren't going to turn each other in because they want to reserve the right to do it because they all do it. That's the way this this game is played right now. I had a major college coach in another sport tell me long ago, and this has only been around two and a half years, but within that um, within that uh, time frame, this is a coach who re- regularly recruits five stars. He said they come into the office, sit down, and say, what can I get? And as distasteful as that sounds, that's the system we work around. They go to where uh, the money is. And if you want to be a top player in any sport, you better have a collective. Now, they, the, the, those may soon go away with uh, with Charlie Baker's proposal this week of directly compensating players, but it it should it should stand that that's the way things are. Um, no, you yes, you can make it go away. It's illegal. You're not supposed to do that. But it's up to the NCAA to prosecute it. The reality is, they've got uh, I don't know what their roster is right now. They've got. 60 people in enforcement, maybe. We're talking about 133 schools just in SBS and 350 in basketball. Dennis Dodd joining us on the show about Charlie Baker's proposal. Uh, In what way, Dennis, does this benefit college football? Schools can enter into NIL deals directly with their athletes for $30,000 a year. Uh, How many schools can afford that? And, you know, how does that help to address the parity problem that already exists. Yeah, I've got thoughts. Um, first of all, I thought uh, conceptually, I thought it was great by Charlie Baker. Um, in fact, I told him that in Las Vegas when I was there. I said, great move. It 
it's got the NCA on record as saying, you know, we want to create more, you know, unlimited, formalized, unlimited NIL benefits. The school can be involved in setting up deals at this trust fund of $30,000 where you could make $120,000 over a four-year period. The devil's in the details. And, you know, they're using buzzwords like subdivision, wants to form a new subdivision. Whoa, well, what, the last time that happened, was 1978. There were about, oh, I want to say, 250 schools, maybe 300 in Division One, and they created one double A, which is now FCS, and one A, which is now FBS, and told those schools that have been relegated, "Hey, you get your own playoff, and there's going to be all kinds of TV revenue." Well, half those things happened. They got their own playoff, and they're happy with it. It's fine, but those schools have a different brand than those in uh, in FBS. FBS is like being in a white tablecloth steak restaurant, whether you're Georgia Southern or USC. It affects state subsidies. It affects your ability to recruit. It affects ability to, frankly, recruit faculty if you're at that top level. And so with these parameters, uh, if indeed this comes about, where is the cut point? You're right. Um, Charlie Baker used another word. He said uh, top 100 schools. Well, I, my radar immediately went off. What about the MAC? What about the Sun Belt? What about Conference USA and the lower, maybe the lower, you know, divisions of the Mountain West? Does that mean they're not going to be in it? And he just kind of waved it off and said, this is just a start. They're going to be in. Well, I don't think we know. I mean, I think there's a chance that this is a de facto breakaway where they are defined by the top 68, which is the power four right now. You know who the conferences are. Now, having said that, we all know that Akron doesn't have the same resources as Alabama. All this does is formalize that. Is this going to change as long as Akron has access to the playoff? Theoretically, is this going to change things? I don't know. I'm not acting like I do, but these schools are going to have to make hard and fast decisions on what they can afford. Dennis Dodd joining us. Dennis, I know who one of your four playoff teams would have been. Who were who would, would have been your other three? And who do you believe is truly the best team in America right now? I had, I, I'll tell you the ones I had in order. I had Washington number one, and frankly, there's no comparison with Michigan. They played a tougher schedule, and they won all their games. It's, there's nothing to compare. Washington, Michigan's schedule was crap compared to Washington. They played four Four ranked teams they played in the conference that was not by far and away, but I think this season was the best conference, the Pac-12. Okay, I had Michigan number two. I had – who's the other undefeated team? I had Florida State. I had Texas number three, and I had Florida State number four. And I I didn't look back. Um, Georgia's out because they didn't win their conference. Alabama can't compare to Texas because they – I just told you why. And what Florida State won all their games. When did Florida State become North Alabama? Um, there is a there is a league that had its has its own network, and within that network, it has its favorite team. I, I, I think that had an influence on the committee members, and you know what I'm talking about the SEC network. And so, on the day when Alabama's brand is bigger that wins this argument, I think we're all in trouble because you and I know there was a point when Florida State. Uh, their brand was by far and away bigger than Alabama's. And had this happened, I will go to my grave saying this, had this happened to Alabama, they're undefeated, they're down to their third-string quarterback, 
They would be making 30 for 30s out of this. What a gutty, what a gutty performance, survival instinct. Oh, great. Um, and by the way, it's happened before. In the first piece, in the first CFP in 2014, Ohio State. Yes. Ohio State playing with a third string quarterback. Remember Ohio State winning it all and going undefeated? Yes. Uh, in that, and I'll make one final mention, they completely ruined their credibility when Liberty got in over SMU. If undefeated's undefeated, then there you go. Um, you can make a compelling case for, for SMU playing a better schedule and being better on the field at that point. Dennis Dodd, National College Football Writer for CBS Sports, at Dennis Dodd, D-O-D-D-C-B-S, on Twitter. Great insight, Dennis. Happy holidays to you and yours. Thanks so much for the time. You got it. Happy holidays. All right, take care. Dennis Dodd joining us here on the show today, my friends. Insight you'll get nowhere else. You see, folks, you speak to unbiased people. When people have no biases, we all feel the same way. Florida State was screwed far more than anyone else in the history of the sport of college football has been screwed. And I'll go as far as to say corruption. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.